Hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> Thank you uh, for not blasting my ears off that time. I thought it was kind of loud, but I just want no, to see what happened if, if I cut it abruptly there. Richie got me this cool neck for my microphone. Boom arm. <laughs> I'll, we'll call it he neck. He gave me neck. Okay, oh. sorry. You're a Megan Thee Stallion fan. I feel like a real um, DJ now. Uh, nice. Like, oh, wait. I thought that was the the Smash Mouth or with the Smash Mouth, the Rob wow. Thomas button. It is. Hey guys, welcome back. Yeah, you're listening to KBBL. That's what it feels like I have right now. For those of you confused people on the listening side, I got this boom. We I've had trouble with stand mics, uh, uh, mic stands forever with this show. I'm using an old one. None of them work because of how heavy these these microphones are. They always just tip. So I used a boom arm for Ashley's this week. And it's like, you know, just like the ones you see everywhere. It's like a this stretchy arm version. Anyway, it's working great. And I ordered myself a second one because <laughs> that's the one for my computer. But it's put to great use here. I don't even use it much on the computer. Anyway, welcome back to Ramble, Rinse, Repeat. Um, it's been quite a week. Yeah. And, uh, you didn't say who you were, although they already know who you are. At this point, yeah, I yeah, hesitated never mind. on Forget saying it. I'm Fuck Phil. Fuck us, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, the song Ice Out by Cash Doll is not Megan the Stallion. That I was mixing up two TikTok songs, so wow. I want to just clarify. I know, I fucked up, but TikTok got me, got me fucked up. <laughs> um, How are you, babe? As usual. Good, finally. Um... I put on some red lipstick today because I feel like... Looking hot. Thank you. Because I feel like I look like garbage <laughs> because Long. I have not slept, have not slept for like five fucking days because this election was just like such a, an anxiety inducing event. Um, it was. And even though yesterday we well knew that Joe Biden won, thank fucking God. Um, I still, I just, there's some, there's some aftershock effects <laughs> from this. And so I still haven't been able to gain like a peaceful night's rest. So officially switched off CNN today. We're back on food network, you Woo. know, um, going to get some sushi for dinner. Just going to chill river back there. Got a bath today. I was supposed to go to the vet today, but the vet canceled cause there was an, another emergency for another dog. So he skated, uh, so it was a good day. <laughs> it's getting better. It's getting better already. Yeah. Um, after the election results, I was still in shell shock. Also, yeah, like I couldn't, I couldn't digest what happened. I couldn't believe what happened after stretching it out for so long. It was like, did that really happen? And uh, fortunately, it did. And you know, a reason to celebrate for sure. We and we know a lot of things don't magically you know, heal overnight, but this is yeah. a big step. So we're very happy for that. Yeah. In this house. And there's something to be said for that because it's like, you it's know, true. Yeah. Oh my God. Like Trump's supporters aren't going, the pe the racists and bigots aren't going away and all the problems of systemic racism, police brutality, it's not going away. No. But, um, and yeah, like we can't lose sight of all the things that we have to fix. Totally agree. But I also think it's good to just like take a day yeah, <laughs> or two one. or a week or two even to just woohoo. And, you know, I, I, most of, 
I don't think I have any really Republican friends <laughs> that I know of, but all my Democrat friends uh, do not, um, you know, they never not criticize whoever's in charge. I mean, I have some really political friends who will take down, who will talk, you know, have good discourse about the people they voted for, what they're looking to, you know, like, well, this person that I voted for needs to get on XYZ. So just because you vote for someone doesn't mean they're like, uh, like, free of criticism from our side either i think that's a lot i think that's a big misconception that we're all like yeah joe biden fuck yeah okay bye joe biden like no it's like we always have to hold our leaders accountable um and you know i i mean it was just so nice to see someone like speak in complete sentences and like not i watched uh biden's press conference this afternoon well i didn't watch it actually i listened to it on the radio. On the radio. What's that? When I was driving home. They were playing it on NPR. And um, it was just like, he wasn't like combative. It was just like nice. <laughs> just that's, like that's my most refreshing. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's been the most refreshing thing for me. And it's only been, you know, one or two speeches and tweets here and there. And it's like, sure, you know, <laughs> he'll drift off a little bit. Yeah. But that's like, that's it. Yeah. Like, everything he has to say is positive yeah and like you said not combative he's not defending himself he's yeah. not yelling at people he's not they even asked him today like are you gonna press charges against the trump administration for like all these allegations and for slander for this or for that and he was like no and they're like really and he's like no and they're like why not and he's like i don't think it's necessary i think i start on january 20th no matter no matter what he says about it like no yeah and then they were like uh but he hasn't conceded yet. Is it a problem that he hasn't conceded? And Joe Biden just smiles at the reporter and goes, he will. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like, cool. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> um, that's kind of like, I don't know. That was like something my dad would do. Um, where it's like, <laughs> it looks very friendly, but it's actually like, ooh, shit. Um, you have to know my dad to know what I'm talking about. But You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> just because my dad's never yelled at me my whole life doesn't mean he's not scary. Um or he, he's not to me, but he can be to people, even though he doesn't, like, ever raise his voice. Um, so we can get back to, like, our regularly scheduled programming, which is, like, so Yay. tight. Like, we're back on Food Network, and I'm back to comfort shows, and um, I can't wait to just, like, chill and eat my sush and get cozy <laughs> and go to sleep tonight and being like, oh, my God. Um so right before the election, Richie and I had planned to start watching Ratchet. We talked about Ryan Murphy in the past. We'll talk about it a little bit more. But um, I have, you know, I've seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The last time I saw it, though, was I was in high school. Um, and Richie had seen it, like, you know, he basically had seen the movie. If you go to film school, you, like, know all about it. But he hadn't seen it, like, all the way through. Excuse me. Sorry, I have to burp. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't seen it all the way. Uh, very, I was very aware of it, and um, I, I I knew a summary. I could, you know, I could tell you what happens, but I never saw it. Yeah. Finally, did, and uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, but like the whole time, Richie kept being like, because you hear Nurse Ratchet it, it, also in like um, pop culture when a, a healthcare provider is treating you wrong you're like okay nurse it's just like a it's just a, such a hallmark of our culture and richie kept asking me throughout the movie like why is she the bad guy like yeah, why did she get worse he was like 
is she a bad guy or was everyone just sexist? Like what? Like why is she the bad guy? Yeah, woman in charge. Like oh no. And I was like, wait, why is she the bad guy? But you know, I after watching the whole movie because really the the real villain of the movie is Jack Nicholson. I mean, straight he, up, he's the shit disturber. He's like breaking all the rules. He's um, you know, he's getting the other ones all riled up. Yeah, um, if without this movie or without him. It would have been just fine. Same thing with like, you know, that very like, the same, I'm not saying my dad's a sociopath, but the same energy for Nurse Ratchet. Like she never raises her voice. She never like does. She's never like unfair. Like her punishments are never like, I feel that she's very fair and she's just following the rules and she's just doing her job. Me too. She's not like, you know, sugarcoating anything, which is fine. Yeah. But, but. I will say she kind of does represent like this authority figure and she doesn't, it's true though that the way that the actress played that character was pretty brilliant because she does have a fine line between like, I'm following the rules, I'm doing my job, but to her it is just a job. And I feel that she doesn't think of these people as human beings really. And she's just doing her job and going through the motions and she, she completely lacks empathy. Like that guy that stuttered that, Ended up killing himself. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie from 1975 or whatever the fuck. <laughs> hey, man, I didn't. Um, but yeah. She knows what she's doing in that scene when she's like, I'm telling your mom what you did. And he's like, you don't have to. And she's like, yes, I do. But it's like, no, she doesn't. But she's just. She probably wasn't going to. I don't know. Yeah, it was a pretty still, serious that's manipulative. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. But she left him alone for a few seconds and, you know, while she was dealing with other stuff and. Yeah. He yeah. killed his self. Anyway, I think, um, I do think it was overblown. She's villainized for just running, like being a, uh, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Stark? Healthcare professional? Mm. No, Stark just means like, you know, plain, like without anything on it. That's I mean, kind like of stern. what I mean. Stern and Stark. <laughs> um, but anyway, I also thought, if this, you know, it's probably way more emphasized in the book. Mm-hmm. And I never read the book. Oh. Um, and that probably could change how I feel entirely. And, I see. Um, movies from this time are like based on books from this time are always so long. But like they, <laughs> they're still like they're based on even longer books. Like another example is like The Shining. Like that, that movie could have been made like uh, it could have been ad- another hour could have been added in. But like. Yeah. I also feel like for today's audience, another hour could have been taken out. It's just hard. Um, mm, to but adapt The Shining this. is like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I, I like the length of The Shining, by the way. It's, yeah, I think yeah. it's fine. I yeah. think it needed to be that long. Yeah. Um, but it's harder to base things off of books as usual. And mm-hmm. I think character building in movies, um, there were so many characters in that movie. It's hard mm-hmm. to, you know, keep the light on uh, Nurse Ratchet. Mm-hmm. So she might have been more evil in the book that's Mm. all i think yeah i think it's just like for me what makes her scary is her coldness and her lack of empathy and the and the fact that she's so she's she's not like a hyperbolic character like she's like very real you know like she seems like she this could be an actual healthcare worker helping mentally ill people so anyway definitely it's it's believable yeah all of it was believable yeah even the the main character, Jack Nicholson, <clears throat> excuse me, Jack Nicholson trying to evade more 
prison time by going to the nut house. Mm-hmm. Um, fun plot, good movie, and we're gonna start Ratchet soon. Yeah, now that I've seen this movie. Yeah, and even though Richie's not. Richie kind of thinks Ryan Murphy's like hit or miss for him or overall, maybe like even a little overrated. Um, yeah, pretty overrated. Yeah. But I love um, seasons one through three of American Horror Story. I've watched the others, but they're like meh for me. Um, but I do like Ryan Murphy's style. Like I like all the clothes and I like like the all the colors. Like I, I like looking at his shows in general. They're really nice to look at. Yeah, and I think, like, I remember watching season one through three with you, like, one all the way, two and three kind of in and out, and he has very striking, like, direct, like, directing and uh-huh. editing. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's made to make you feel very uncomfortable, and it is, but as an editor and, like, a video guy, I noticed that, and, like, you're not supposed to notice that. You're supposed to feel it, but you're not supposed to... St- understand why um <clears throat> so i think he did a fun job with that it's like the snobbiest thing you've ever said <laughs> not in a bad way i'm always impressed when you say things like that because you normally never do <laughs> well, i mean i think it's true like um you're meant to feel a, a certain kind of way it just i guess when you overdo it was my problem he right. crossed the line and it started out the gate it was like okay you have all these weird zooms <clears throat> excuse me and worked up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I think it works for a lot of people because it's it's not common. Yeah. You know, it's it's very dramatic in, in, in little ways. So to the noob, it's just, we're just like, whoa. But to someone who studies <laughs> film, they're like, cheap. That was no, cheap. No, not even. Not even. Oh. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is. I, I think it's, I think cheap shots were taken early on, but it's enticing. It's, it's fun to look at. And if, you know. Season one was like good. I think I gave oh, it a, like so a, good. I gave it like a C. I think like season two was good too, but it took on too many themes. I think we might have talked about this before, but it was like aliens, the civil rights movement, racism, mental illness. Yeah, it was just like Car so culture. many, so many things. It at has once. everything. <laughs> this Guns. season has everything. Yeah, <laughs> Roman um, J. Israel Esquire, <laughs> Sydney Applebaum. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I, um. I, I, w- I am excited to start Ratchet because it's been a while. I've been off. I haven't watched American Horror Story since. Yeah. And this isn't American Horror Story, as you know. It's just like another. Right. Yeah. But same director. I'm, I'm willing to give this one a shot. Maybe I'm just jaded and, you know, I, no. I have been down to rewatch the first few seasons of American Horror Story. Maybe to unfuck myself. But um, <laughs> this might be a, a nice segue into that. Well, it's it's always fun for me to hear your criticisms in this way because I was actually just telling Paul the other day something that I like about you is even though you're like a you were a film major and a film nerd, you like you're not like a jerk or like uh, condescending at all. I'll I'll have you watch like a shitty rom com from the '90s and you'll be like, oh, that was fun. You'll you'll you know like you appreciate things for what they are. You don't try to like dissect them and say oh it could have been better if you blah blah blah. you're just like oh cool like you just want to watch fun you just want to have fun when you watch movies you just want to enjoy yourself so yeah you don't care what route it takes you're i try not to i mean anything from the 90s also i just have uh rose tinted glasses is that the rose colored glasses or maybe it is yeah rose colored glasses either way anything made from the 80s and 90s is always just nice yeah (laughs) like we were watching supermarket sweep from the 80s and 90s and 
uh, I was I looked over to Ashley and I was like, oh my god, like the little music that plays and all the graph uh, graphical what is it called? Like the motion graphics, everything on screen, like yeah. all the fun colors. It's yeah, like, all the shapes. But I was like a little heartbroken. Uh, I don't know why I did this to myself, but I was like, that's that was just like someone's job. Like they didn't, they probably didn't care as much as, as as like they, they wouldn't didn't, pour they their heart into it. Yeah, they didn't care on the level that I'm loving it. Like it was just someone's job. Like yeah, I made this rotoscope little video effect for the intro of, <laughs> or the music guy's like yeah, I just made this for CBS because yeah. uh, I got paid for it. Yeah, but probably- I'm like I fucking love this. <laughs> I love everything about it. It's just from you know. Yeah, I try not to be critical, but um, some I don't know what it was about that show. That's that's what pushed me over. I I I, I speak up when I'm like okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. I, and I hate film students, so I never want to be that. <laughs> like, I am one, but you I hated them. You used to be one. <laughs> yeah, I was in college, and I was surrounded by them, and I was one of the older kids because I, you know, did community college for years. And so when I did go to real college, I was like, oh, my God. You guys are worse than, like, <laughs> theater kids. You guys are so annoying. Uh, All of your videos suck. Mm. Every project ever. Mine, too. But like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, they oh, all we, we suck. all suck. Yeah, like it's you think of that meme of a college kid and every movie they produce has like a clown and everything's in black and white and there's text on screen that says like the next day or like something stupid like that. <laughs> or if you watch that Family Guy clip of yeah, it's like throwing a rubber chicken down the toilet and flushing it to like Beethoven. It's like what are you doing? It's like I'm symbolizing the end of my era of. Like adolescence, and the, that's the worst part. You have to explain it to the class. I yeah. had to explain my stupid videos to the class. Yeah, you shouldn't have to. Like when you put up a piece of art, you leave it to the you know the viewer to interpret uh, with abstract things. Like you know, a movie's a movie, and you're meant to understand it. But like a short film can be left up to some more interpretation. And they all suck in college. That's my bottom line. I remember you said that like not that long ago when we were watching some, I forget what we were watching where someone was making fun of like an amateur film project. And you were like, man, I feel so sorry for all my professors at school. I do. They were nice. Cause they were all really nice and they like approached everything with an open mind and they asked thoughtful questions. And I'm like, man, and you said like, man, I couldn't do that. I couldn't just watch garbage all day. Like I just <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> I think I'd have to be in the right mood. I think I, I might, I, I might take that back. I mean, I, I want to, I want to help. I want to, you know, uh, um, build those skills yeah, you I want, want to nurture people. it. Yeah, I do. If you have a message, I would love to help you convey that properly. Yeah, without being cheesy. But uh, from you know sitting in the chair next to next to the other students, I was like, "This is this is ass." And I I didn't hate being there, but I just wanted to like you know turn in my project some days and leave and not have to explain my work. <laughs> like, don't you get it? No, you don't. Yeah, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't understand. Yeah. Yep. Didn't think we'd go down this road, but no, it's okay. That's um, where we are. Speaking of um, cinematical masterpieces, <laughs> or should I say, theatrical masterpieces? Oh man, the night Biden officially won the election, uh, we were riding high. So I took advantage of Richie's good mood, and I was like, "Watch Hamilton with me," and he was like, "Okay." <laughs> and um, Richie, your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Most of you reached out or like watched the Instagram story. So I'll summarize, but like, 
it, it kind of hurt. Like I could have gone the rest of my life without watching that movie. <laughs> it's like if Kids Bop did Hamilton history. <laughs> I still don't like Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Although I respect him a little more. Yeah. He basically one handed. He he did everything. Yeah. He wrote every song. Yeah. He condensed a man's entire life into three hours. Yeah. Um. I don't. There's just a lot of things I I don't like. A lot of red flags like hip hop. <laughs> uh, the theater in general. I I. Yeah. It's you're hit not or miss big on, with you're me. not big on musicals in general. I, I like some like Grease. Um. Yeah. But very few. <clears throat> You've seen Wicked with me like three times. Um, yeah, and like that's a little more memorable, and it's a, it's a fun topic. But like my biggest problem, well, I have a few, but like I discussed this. I was like, who is this for? You know? Yeah. And then I heard the backstory. Ashley told me that uh, Lin Manuel Miranda was a teacher, and this is how he would get through to his students by making up little raps about or songs about uh, subject matters in yeah. school. And I was like, that's cool. That works. That makes sense. Who greenlit it for Broadway? <laughs> like, who was the middleman? I was like, you know, no. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. But it's so interesting because you said, I don't really like him, but I respect him. I feel the same way. I feel like he's just kind of smug and I feel like he's pretty full of himself. Um, but he, but on the same token, it's like, but he kind of, he has the right to be. That's okay. Yeah. It's um, fine. It's justified. But, like, he so is. Like, you took theater in high school. I did for one semester because all the other electives were full. And then I <laughs> suffered. And I wasn't cool in high school. This wasn't, like, I was, like, the cool. I was not cool. I ate lunch by myself on the toilet for the first two years. Like, I'm not fucking cool. Um, don't ever think that I am. But they, that's how, actually, I knew I wasn't cool when the theater kids rejected me. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait a minute. I can't even be in this clique. What the fuck? Oh, man. <laughs> but, anyway... Lin-Manuel Miranda is the theater kid that made it. He's the theater kid that actually became a Broadway star. So if you can imagine the inflated ego of somebody who, who actually made it, it's like, wow. But again, he uh, he has my respect. I think Hamilton, I like Hamilton, just for the record. I've seen it in person, and not with Lin-Manuel Miranda, obviously, but I saw it, I saw it in SF. He's incredible. I mean, it's incredible. And I respect it so much, like as a creative person, as a writer myself, just knowing that he accomplished all of that is just incredible. Um, and I love it. And like I said, you know, Eliza is the real MVP of that whole show. I love Eliza. She, the wife? Yeah. Yeah. She holds it down. She's a good singer. It reminded me of uh, Adele Nazim. <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. some in some spikes. Yeah. Um you mean you know what's her Adele Nazim. You're fucking me up. It's Adina Menzel, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wickedly talented. Um, Squints Adele Nazim. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, and so Richie and I were like laughing, thinking like, um, because Richie's like, who greenlit this? I'm like, I get it. I totally have that same thought too. Like, hey guys, hear me out. We have rap songs. Sung by, you know, some white people. Thankfully, the cast is diverse and that we felt that that was a deliberate choice, even though, like I was saying on the IG story, Thomas Jefferson is like the most likable character to me in that whole show. Yeah, he looked like the villain from, um, oh, what's that movie? Princess and the Frog and Andre oh, 3000 put together. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good analysis. But yeah, he, um, 
he's the most likable character when the real Thomas Jefferson was like a not dynamic kind of evil <laughs> uh, slave owner who raped slaves. So it's like, it's weird to have that played by like a very likable black guy because I don't know, I, I'm struggling with like, does that kind of give Thomas Jefferson too much credit? You know, it's kind of like washing over all the terrible things that all these founding fathers have done because they're all problematic in so many ways. Yeah, it seems like. <clears throat> but at the same time, it's like, you know, if that whole show was just a bunch of white guys, again, who would want to watch that? I fucking wouldn't. Um, it could have easily been casted by white guys, but I'm glad it wasn't, um, especially because, oh, they, you know, the I, flo- huh? Sorry, <laughs> something funny that you <laughs> that 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 again because we were talking about how it's great to watch it on Disney Plus because normally theater is reserved for rich white people who live or are visiting New York. Correct. So it's nice that Big we win. have it accessible that way. But there's this line in Hamilton where they say like immigrants, we get the job done and like everybody claps and cheers. And so I didn't hear, I was like, what did they say? And Richie was like, they said immigrants, everyone gets the job done. And you rolled your eyes. I was like, why'd you roll your eyes? You're like, well, because it's true, but everyone in the audience is like rich white people. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I very I picture I'm probably I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I picture you know all the white people in the audience who dig it. And yeah. Like, God bless them. Fine. <laughs> um, but I picture like on the dot, forty year olds with their kids. Yeah. Um, and for, they're like Hermes bags, and <laughs> like you lost me. I don't even know what that is. Oh, yep. it's like ten thousand dollar bag. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but it was a big. It was it was nice to see it on a comfortable couch with closed captioning. Um. At home, because I don't fit in Broadway seats very well. I'm very wide, and snacks are overpriced, and there's a two-drink minimum. <laughs> but uh, Disney Plus, it was cool. It was cool to see it on there. Yeah. If I, I'd, I'd love to watch further musicals like that. Yeah, but when you – yeah, I know. They really should open it up, because there are so many musicals that I haven't seen that I would love to see. Yeah, Beetlejuice, Little Mermaid, things that, like, are gone Those now. are those fun ones, but I would like to see really classic cats. ones, too. Oh, my God, Cats. You can watch Rang. Cats. Rang. You can watch Cats. <laughs> The, the like the 1996 production is like you can stream it. It's oh fun. that's on YouTube. It's even. fucking awesome. It's so good. You watched the the old one. Yeah, I remember, know you watched the movie. I I know, and when I watched the movie huh. last year at Christmas, seems like ten years ago. But remember, <laughs> I came home Christmas. <laughs> came home and watched the 90s version like immediately after alone i guess i was out here or something you were just like yeah farting around but i put it on (laughs) and i was like i want to see how you know accurate it is it was pretty dead on anyway dead ass ass, it was the same (laughs) and if you haven't gotten stoned and watched cats from 2019 shut this podcast off and do that right now sure Um, hold on all right, guys, fuck off. Bye. No. <laughs> um, anyway, I was, I digress. Watch Richie cats. said, no. I need to. Richie, you really, you, oh my God, Richie, you would hate it. Um, when you asked Hamilton, who is this for? I was like, this is such a good fire under my belly, though, because I never thought of it that way. But then it's like, it really is true. Like whatever you're passionate about, you should just fucking do it and people will come. Hamilton is perfect proof of that. So I hate to admit it for this specific 
topic. It's perfect. It's, but yes. It proves it. It's like, who fucking cares? Break before, the rules. Do it. Before Hamilton came out, um, all I knew about Alexander Hamilton was that he was on the $10 bill. That's literally like all I knew. I didn't know anything about Alexander Hamilton. Literally nothing. I'm not ashamed to admit it either. I knew less. Um, <laughs> he didn't know he was on the $10 bill. <laughs> no, I knew. I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, so I we posed the question, um, what do you know enough of and are passionate enough about that you could write a musical about it? Yeah, audience. I was going to direct that question to you, Bames. Only a couple things come to mind. They're all Safe. they're all food related. Um Hey, that's hot though. Food movies do well. I'm sure a food musical will do well. I mean, like again, think picture it. A musical about Ina Garden. <laughs> we could call it How catchy is that? That would kill in New York. Are you kidding? That's her that's her that's her space. I'm that's just her go- area. I'm going for the girls, the gays and the theys. That's that's who, I'm pol- that's who I'm going for right now because that's those are, that's, my, uh, those yeah, are who my, else watches those are my people yeah and those are her people too for sure but I mean I mean I, I have a few friends that I could employ to help me with this you know I mean like Let's a musical about a musical about Ina Garden's life would be I'm sure like it would do well in small in small theater you know limited run limited run <laughs> I mean you know, how hard could it be? Then the crowd will want it again. It'll You'll get a, a, a encore presentation. That's how I actually get to meet Ina for more than 10 seconds. Oh, my God. Because I've she, only met yeah. her in like 10. I've only met her in 10 seconds spurts. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she busy. She busy. Um, Her assistant Barbara is very nice. We'll talk to you as the day is long. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It could. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> You've dealt with shitty uh, people. Yeah. Uh, in, in publishing and stuff. So it's nice to, that someone's aging. God, most chefs are fucking assholes. Ina Garden isn't a chef, though. No, so no. She's a cook. Yeah. I'm Not just most. Thinking of- eh, probably half. Maybe I'm being generous there. But at least half of them are jerks. Especially the men. They just have this God complex. They think they're fucking rock stars because they made, like, nasturtium foam. You know? Like, calm down. <laughs> uh <laughs> Anyway, there's some there's some really amazing. I mean, again, food is my biggest like love and passion. So obviously, I get very inspired by certain chefs. Like, yeah, but the one some, and it's always like the ones that are really either really really high level or really really low level that end up being jerks. And the really really high level ones make sense, but the really really low level ones, like, <laughs> why are you acting like, you know, you're not Bobby Flay, dude? You have like a book about. I don't want to name names, but you know. <laughs> yeah, insert fictional food subject here. We have a book about pantry staples, you know, and we're printing <laughs> 25,000 copies. Cool yep. it. Take your check and get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> Back to your whole. Don't ask me why you're not in the New York Times and insinuate that I'm not doing my job. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because there's not a New York Times spread about your little book. Little book. Um. Anyway, um. what about you? I jokingly said Sonic the Hedgehog, and you were like, I could write a musical about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I could. Doesn't mean I should. <laughs> yeah, you should. A la Hamilton. Come on. How many gamers are there? That's the worst. Like, I, would, if I would fill an audience of gamers in New York, it would smell so bad. I would not want to make a musical <laughs> about games. Uh, Although I probably could. Uh, I'd rather, call, I'd, I'd, call of Duty, the musical. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Think about it. You could have so many songs. 
There could be like an acapella group that just does gunfire. Oh my god. It would pull, I'm telling you. No. I'm full of good ideas. I'm not saying these are bad ideas. I just I wouldn't I can't. I don't no. I'm Dig Dug closing the musical. Oh my god. I'm closing and locking this door. Like no. Um I could though, I guess. I know the subject matter. I could rhyme. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, bada baby back ribs. It's so Broadway. <laughs> oh my God. A musical about chain restaurants. That would be so good. Chain restaurants. Yeah. You just said baby back ribs. It can be like a musical oh. about like the founder of Chili's, the founder of Chevy's, founder McDon- of Apple's. McDonald's. Yeah. And they all, you know, they beef in. I don't know. We could th- we could probably we could probably do something with that. The Colonel. I'd rather see like a wrestling match with all the founding fathers of fast food. <laughs> uh, and, and for like games, I'd rather like, like SmackDown Classic, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, just just uh, chaos. Okay, between this is good. I have a pen and paper. Here. <laughs> <laughs> for games, I'd rather teach it like a course though. I took a games course in college because it was like a a freebie elective thing, and I was like, <laughs> no problem, easy A, and um. I was like, wow, this is all, like, stuff I know. I really did ace that class. Like, I'm not proud of that. But, like, I know this fucking shit, dude. Yeah. Well, it's also... I, wor- your, I still work in games. And it's also your job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you writing? Okay. D- delete that. No. <laughs> Why did I press that? Okay. <laughs> what are you, you writing? Will you stop, please? You're making me nervous over there. Between Ronald McDonald and Colonel Sanders, who would win in hand-to-hand combat? Oh, the Colonel. You think so? Yeah. He's old. He probably served in like World War One. I, I don't know, dude. Clowns are fucking crazy. I wouldn't. Yeah, well, that's no fair because Ronald McDonald <laughs> is crazy and would pull out a knife from his fucking <laughs> shoe and win the fight. But okay, hand- no, just hand-to-hand combat. The Colonel. He'd like wow. he'd go into sleeper hold right away. He'd be like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sandler, Colonel, <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Sorry, I'm fucking tired. Sandler, Adam Sandler. Yeah, Colonel Sanders or Adam Sandler who would win in hand-to-hand combat. Again, Colonel Sanders. What about the Arby's cowboy? He would win. Yeah. Is there a cowboy? I know the or the Cattleman's cowboy. I don't, I don't, I'm not aware. The steakhouse. There's you know, an, the one there's a mascot. Goes to on his birthday. Yeah. I didn't know there was a uh, mascot for that place. Well, I was trying to think of other fast food mascots. There aren't the any. The king from Burger King. Okay. The king from Burger Wendy King. Wendy from Wendy's. Okay. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> Wendy from Wendy's is just Dave Thomas's ghost, right? I mean. Dave Thomas would kill all of them. I mean. Even the colonel. Didn't, isn't he problematic? I don't remember. I just remember he died and that was it. Someone's an anti-Semite in this crowd. Oh, no. Somebody. Ray Kroc from McDonald's fame. <laughs> no, he was Jewish, wasn't he? I don't know. I, no, I don't know. We watched that movie, The Founder, with Michael Gr- Keaton. Anything Michael Keaton is in is... Chef's Kiss. Chef's I kiss. love Michael I Keaton, I love too. Michael Keaton. Me, too. And that's a great movie. That's a great example of that. Like, a historical media done right. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Hamilton. <clears throat> Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. I mean, like, come on. I'm not like, I'm not, my attention isn't absolutely like gripped. Like I'm not clenching my butthole when I watch Hamilton the whole time, you know? That's good to know. I'm not like riveted by it, but I think it's an amazing body of work. And some of the songs are so catchy. I forgot them all. Oh, (laughs) look around, look around. That's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. And that wasn't even Lynn. Or no, Eliza. Again, Eliza's the, sh- <laughs> the star. Correct. Yeah, they have that's Eliza, too. <laughs> They're all good. Yep. I'm trying to think of more mascots for within the food industry. Taco- big Boy would win, just like in The Simpsons. He would. He's too big. He would step all over everybody. Are there any other little girls besides Wendy from Wendy's? Mm, not that I, I know. I realize so many of them are just faces, you know, like the Carl's Jr. star. Uh huh. And Arby's, you're right. It's just like a cowboy hat. I think Grimace from the McDonald's crew could fuck anybody. You have too. a Mayor McCheese cup right now. I do. This they is... forgot about this character, but yeah, Mayor McCheese. Yeah, that's a vintage glass that I got at an antique store, but I just thought it was funny. Remember we saw um, Little Miss Sunshine and Steve Carell's character has the same cup. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it at a vintage shop in Niles. Niles. Tweaks, Freaks, and Antiques. Tweaks, Freaks, and Antiques. That's my hometown. And Bronco Billy's. Best pizza. The best one, Best too. pizza in the Bay. Come the, at me, bro. Ashley says it's the best contender. There are four or five Bronco Billy's locations, and she says the ones the one in Niles, Fremont. Where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Is the best specific location. Yeah, because meth heads make it. And I have, there is some sort of correlation between our drug tweakers, adi- tweakers and pizza and how, and how good it tastes. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the guy that runs the location near your parents' house, Irvington, great guy, sweet guy. That's somebody's dad. You know, yeah. he doesn't have a drug problem. Pizza's good. Pizza's not good. Great. But it's not as good as Damn. the one Niles with the people that have scabs on their faces. Oh, oh my god! Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> they were just kids. <laughs> it's I think so we should good. do a breakdown of like two are in Union City now. There's two or three in Fremont. There's and two one in, in Hayward. Hayward. Two in Hayward. We should we should determine this. Yeah, because any of those is like no matter which Bronco Billy's I'm at, it's top tier pizza. Yeah, and I'm it's so happy. good. Yeah. Um, but you know, see, and like the last time we had it was at Nat's house, right? And she ha- agrees with me. She lives closer to the one Irvington. She lives closer to that one, but she goes all the way to Niles to get it because oh, she's really? like, yeah, she's like, it has to be from that one. And I was like, thank you because I agree. Like it has to be from that. And one. that's before you. You didn't even talk about it with no. her. She just. No, because she was gone for so long. And I was like, "Why? what took you so long? She's like, oh, I have to go to the Niles one to get it. And I was like, oh, me yeah. too. For anyone listening outside of the Bay Area, it's it's such a great pizza chain that I wish you could have. Well, they use full fat moz- mozzarella. <laughs> and it's like, the, and it's cheap mozzarella. It's not like the, you know, it's not fresh. It's not like Tony's pizza. You know, when I say it's the best pizza in the Bay, I mean, it's the best cheap pizza in the Bay. I'm, uh, yeah, sure. I'm, it's not Tony's. I'm a right. Tony stan. I'm a Delfina stan. Like everyone's East End, East, Little Star, yeah. But anyway, I yeah, Little Star is good too. I uh, I just love some cheap ass pizza sometimes. You know what I mean? It hits. Yeah, it's like oh. Sometimes you're in the mood for like a thin crust buff, buffalo mozzarella like situation. Sure. Like you know, cook it at 1200 degrees for 45 seconds and Do char it, right. it. Sure. A16 is also really good. But you could also like sometimes you just want to fuck up a Domino's. You know, like sometimes yeah. you just want some like cheap. So the, the Bronco Billy's to me is like the perfect medium. It's like, it's not like shitty, like, you know, Domino's pizza or like Little Caesars. It's like a step above that. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
you know, somewhere in between like round table and Tony's. It's like somewhere in between there. It's, ugh, I'm, I think I want pizza now. It's so, <laughs> we it's, haven't eaten dinner yet. It's kind of no, late. No, we haven't. But yeah. like, um, also eating at a Bronco Billy's is also an experience. Cause because you're going to destroy your mouth. You will, especially <laughs> you because you I eat wait. hot foods yeah. and you do not wait. Uh, but I meant because uh, their theme, if you if you couldn't guess, is like silent movies. Uh, yeah, sure, like uh, silent movies, old west, Native American, weird, like yeah, um, uh, um, historical, like at least the setting. Like every every restaurant, every Bronco Billy's has like, you know, like old uh, uh, wild west paraphernalia on the wall. And posters wood of paneling B, and wood paneling B movies from uh what what era would you say like forties? Yeah. Forties and thirties, forties and fifties. But 50s? going earlier, because the first Bronco Billy's location is the Niles location. That's and right. there's a movie called Bronco Billy. Right. A he, silent movie. He's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Charlie Chaplin made most of his movies in Niles where where I grew up, um, they have a it's silent true. movie theater and they have like a Charlie Chaplin museum there. And Charlie Chaplin's face is like imposed on every storefront in Niles. And he's just like part of your life when you grow up there. It's very yeah. weird. I, I, I thought it was, yeah, sure. Maybe it sounds weird, but I, I always, I always liked it. I, that's like my favorite part of Niles is this the rich little... history in film. Yeah. Um, specifically Charlie. So Chaplin. it's just like a weird but yeah, theme, the, but the yeah. the newer the Bronco Billy's location, the more far the farther away it gets. Maybe that's the key. Yeah, that's why the first one is just the best. Yeah, it's in the use, heart of Niles. They use cheap, full fat mozzarella, like the kind that's like a plastic tire, but it's so no, so it salty. Yeah, they grate it down super super fine, and their their gra- crusts aren't like thin, but they're not super thick. Yeah, it's like the perfect crust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little poofy, but not too poofy. Yeah. Gay 90s in Pleasanton is a similar vibe, but the, they have thick-ass crust. Yeah. And like, it's really bready. Really good. Really cheesy, too. I don't it's like, like it's it a so lot of bready. all of it. Yeah. It's and a I, lot of cheese and a lot I'm of like crust. A thr- I'm, but, and also, like, Bronco Billy's aside, I'm just such, like, a thin crust slut, you know? like Slut? I need that thin, thin crust. <laughs> Because I want, like, the ratio to be correct. It's like a sandwich. Like, you know when you get a sandwich and it's, like, way too much bread or way too much meat? It's, like, everything needs to be, like, in balance and harmony. Yes. And, and I, I think I think Bronco Billy's pulls that off with their pizza. Yes. It's, a, it's a happy medium for everything. And it always <laughs> this, hits. Bronco Billy's is not paying us. And I feel like they should. Sponsor <laughs> we just us. talked about Bronco Billy's for, like, 11 minutes. <laughs> wow, yeah. Sponsor us We're and hungry. come on the podcast, Bronco Billy. The Bronco Billy. The fictional. No, I think he was actually based off someone. I think he is a real No, it's person. a movie, though. No, I know, but I think oh, historically I there was a Bronco Billy. Uh, I don't know. I'm like sorry. Jesus, I don't know. Something I'm like Jesus. I don't know. I'm that. tired. I'm tired. I, I'm Las <laughs> Culturistas this week, which is like my favorite podcast. So don't listen to this anymore. Listen to Las Culturistas. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but they, um, they were talking about tired culture and how it's like so annoying. <laughs> Like, I'm tired? Yeah, like, everyone be like, I'm tired. And, like, everyone just needs That's to... That's how sh- we start every episode of Ramble. Everyone needs to just shut up about saying they're tired. Like, girl, we know. Like, we're all tired. <laughs> like, that's boring. Don't tell people you're tired. That's so boring. Man, I mean, it's... Okay, fine. I guess it is boring, but it's just honest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, tired. I used to work with somebody 
who like I used to work with somebody back in the day who always talked about how tired they were and I was just like I can't like if I go into work one more time and I'm like how are you and they're like I'm so tired you're allowed to use that on me one more time I'm like okay we get it but like (laughs) you live alone and you don't have any pets or kids so like girl why are you so tired (laughs) go to sleep trying to think of uh, like a there's a cartoon that's like that just always like sleepy <laughs> and then they would always complain she would always complain i i'm not going to use gender neutral pronouns because they don't identify that way i was just trying to protect their her identity but whatever um <laughs> she it's not like she didn't get any sleep either she'd be like oh, and i went to bed at like i went to bed like we had to be at work at nine and she'd be like i went to bed at like 11 30 last night okay i'm like all right and i'm like cool I went to bed at two and I woke up at seven (laughs) to be here. I work an hour away. Like, fuck off. I know everybody has different sleep requirements. Sure. Sure. Richie and I are a little bit different. Richie needs like seven. You need like seven, eight, right? You, that's your ideal is like seven, eight. I'm like fucking six. If I get six, I'm great. Most nights I don't even get that. So, um, anyway, if I'd like, I, I can't, if I have a job, I can't um, max out my sleep just, just naturally. Cause you know, work is always on my mind. Yeah. Even in deep sleep. Capricorn things. Right. Can't like a, relate. I, <laughs> in between jobs are, is the best sleep I've ever had. Cause I can just sleep. And if it, if, it, if I do wake up at like 10 and I'm like, all right, well no, no moral or professional obligation to get to. I think I might go back to bed and go to wake up at 12. Yeah. You can, like, just I can keep really, sleeping. I really can keep sleeping. The thing is you and I both know I never do. Yeah. I, I don't do that, but I can even on weekends because I feel guilty. Like oh, I'm going to waste my Saturday. I'm not going to sleep till 12. I can, but I think I'm going to get up. Yeah. Where's Ashley? <laughs> I get up. Well, I have to get up to take river out to, pee pee poo poo anyway (laughs) so i take him out by nine like every day um and yeah most nights i go to bed at like 1 30 or 2 but last night i went to bed at 4 and i woke up at 7 30 today um that's just because i'm like you know mentally ill and stuff but uh (laughs) you know most of the time we weren't i wasn't around yeah i was by myself too yeah um Anyway, it's really bad. Being codependent is not good, Richie. Like, we're, I, I it's bad. Like, whenever you used to go away, like, before COVID. Sorry. I know, it sucks. You're like my, you're, you're my emotional support animal. Um, woof, woof. Whenever, <laughs> whenever Richie would go away on, like, a business trip or whatever, um, before COVID, I would be, like, a little sad and lonely for the first two nights and have trouble sleeping. But then I'd be, like, on day three, I'd be, like, I'm good. And then. I'm like, okay, you can come home whenever you want. You know, I miss you, but, you know, I'm fine. But now it's like we're together in this tiny apartment 24-7. So now when you're gone for more than, like, four hours, I'm like, where are you? Come back. Yeah. Well, I, I left. We were house-sitting, and I left yesterday, slept here alone, and there was a gap where we didn't see each other. And I was like, I miss you guys because she had River, too. And I was like, it sucks. It's so quiet around here and it feels extra cold. Like I need you. Come on. <laughs> I know. I felt that too. We were, you left at like noon and then by like 4 p.m. I was like, uh, can you come back? <laughs> um, 
anyway, no, it's nice to be home. It I, is. Uh, I'm, I, yeah. Even homebody, like even during COVID, I'm such a homebody and I don't like being away from my house for more than like, it sucks. I don't like this about myself. I want to change it, but um, if I'm not home for more than like 48 hours. I just want to go home. Yeah. Probably got worse over this whole lockdown. Totally. For me, it did. Same with my um, low-key agoraphobia. It's not agoraphobia as much as it... What's, like, a word for, like, I'm not afraid of crowds, but, like, ugh, people are pissing me off. Agoraphobic means you're afraid to leave your house. Like, you don't even want to leave your house. That's what agoraphobia is. Oh, it's not fear. It's more just, like... You have, like, social anxiety. Yeah. I don't even I don't even want to put the A word involved in it. I don't want to put that <laughs> Richie's in. Richie's very sensitive about the word anxiety because he's seen me he for the last fifteen years he's seen me absolutely suffer with this debilitating thing. So he never wants to even put that label on himself because he's seen what it looks like. Yeah. Do you have a test tomorrow? Like oh I'm anxious. He's it's more, like you're not anxious, he's, baby. Yeah, he's Sorry. he's more sensitive about it than me. Like when someone's like, I'm feeling really anxious about that. He's like, No, you're not. And I'm like, it's okay. You know, like people don't it, you know, it's just a general term. That's what I don't like how it's been watered down. Like maybe use another word. That's I how think, I feel about depression. Like when people say, I'm depressed. Yeah, that's another one. It's like I'm like yikes. I don't think you've ever felt depressed. Not you, Ashley, but uh, People yeah. who say that children on TikTok. I don't know. I don't know your story. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. No, but. I'm just talking in a general way. Like, oh my God, I'm so depressed. They're out of salami. Like, yeah. that's where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> Louis C.K., God rest his comedic career. Um, Not God rest. Fuck him. He jerked off. He made people watch him jerk off. Right. Okay. I mean, you're right, but like, I miss yeah, I miss enjoying Louis C.K. Yeah, that's why I said we it all like that. Richie and I met Not, him and he was really nice to us and he wasn't uh, and he wasn't creepy to me at all. He but he was. He took a picture with me. It was just so chill. Anyway, yeah, he ref, uh, he didn't even want to come near me. Like I asked him to sign uh, my bag. I had a two thousand eight. I had an expensive like clutch yellow clutch bag. That's right, your little Betsy Johnson one. Yeah, it was like a Betsy Johnson one because you know two thousand eight things. And I was sure. like, I did. I was like, I don't have anything. Will you sign my bag? He's like, I'm not signing that. That looks too nice. And he's like, you don't want you don't want me to sign this. This is I'm I'm gross. This is nice. Like, and he was you know he was being funny about it. But I totally believe everything that everyone ever accused him of because I believe women. God damn it! And I'm disappointed. Men will just disappoint you every single fucking time i think i've said this on the podcast before but yeah he was he went down in flames because he uh, uh you know of his sexual interests and he he uh took someone like in a hotel room yeah but like he didn't like mess with them physically but he was off to the side like stroking it he wielded his power and influence to get what he wanted sure and, and then and then like tried to remove all blame for mentally ruining someone. Yeah. Um like if I had to watch Louis C.K. jerk off, I would be traumatized as fuck. He he admitted that his setup looked like a pig's ass. That's what Those I was, are his words. Yeah. The little tail and everything. <laughs> He's like stingy, stingy and red, red curly. <laughs> um but that's why when the news broke, um It's a bummer. It sounded like it was a Louis C.K. joke. It was very meta. Too meta. Because he's so, you're right, because he's so self-deprecating. Yeah. Like the the saddest hand job in the world joke that he did with, oh. like, even, the, like, all of it is, like, it was so self-deprecating and he always, like, 
made himself be the gross pig in, in every joke. And to find out he actually is a gross pig <laughs> is like, hard. anyway, sorry, God rest his career, whatever. No, I forgot. It was something about just over, you know, I think he had the stand-up show called Hilarious. And uh, it just, <laughs> uh, it's about using words like hilarious and literally. Oh, yeah. It's like incorrectly. Mm-hmm. It's just all there been were literally down. like a thousand firefighters. Oh, there. that was a Dane. That was a great Dane. Oh, Cook that was joke. Dane Cook. Yeah, wow. Like, oh, there there were there were not a thousand firefighters there. Did Dane Cook steal that from Louis C.K. or probably? The other way around? I mean, he steals jokes left and right, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a few. Same thing. The Dane Cook thing is such like a Joe Rogan thing, where it's like it's not actually even Dane Cook. It's the people who love him that are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> He used um, to love Dane Cook too. Yeah, I mean before early on. early on. Yeah. First two albums. I mean, I watched Comedy Central when I was like ten, you know. That's he, had, he had this this energy I've never like I not that I've never seen before, but it just it was it was, it was uh I can't think of, I can't even think of the word. It was just so fun. If you're like a dweeb, like teen, like pubescent teen coming of age, Dane Cook is the funniest fucking shit. But if you're an adult, you're like mm. You know, it doesn't hit the same, obviously. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard any new stand-up, but it, it did decrease over the years, and then he got accused of stealing jokes. And I don't, even, a, I don't even know where he's at right now. He's I, had a rough go. Well, now he's married to, like, a 19-year-old, and he's, like, in his late 40s, so he's a creep, too. Yeah. I saw a picture of him with plastic ter- surgery, and it, it's, like, um, he's really he's really poofy. Kind of sucks to see. I didn't know he had... Um, uh, image issues i guess we'll call it yeah because like a little toxin here and there is fine and you know what whatever do what you want with your own body i'm not here to, yeah to judge it was just really noticeable and like he's not very old so he started doing talks early and it was noticeable I was like, oh man like I, I feel bad that he wants to repair probably because he's with a 19 year old like maybe. i'm not even joking was, no i've was, seen her yeah it's gross <laughs> it's weird anyway. i mean my oh my god! If I was nineteen and like into like someone in their forties, oof! What? My dad would murder him. Oh, my okay. dad would like literally shoot him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> and I did say literally there. Literally, I mean it. Yeah. I need like a <laughs> sound effect on this board. I don't have. I know. One. I'm like sorry, dad. Like, who was I talking about? The not. I know John Stamos is always my marker for how old I'd go. Jonathan Depp. Johnny Depp. Well, you know, inter- we can talk about that next week because apparently, you know, he's innocent in some of this, which is like nice for me, a Johnny Depp fan, but I don't want to fully believe it yet. He's getting paid out too. I saw a bunch of headline articles that was he like was he's forced to resign. Forced from- to resign off of Fantastic Beast, which is the Harry Potter like spinoff movie. Uh, he was in one of them, and for the second one, he was supposed to be in it, but after all these accusations came out, or uh, and the and the audio. Wasn't uh, he in the second one already? Too? Maybe it was the third one I'm yeah. thinking of. Anyway, he uh, he was supposed to be in the third one. Um, got, was forced to resign. Resigned, but he's still getting paid out like six oh. figures. Whoa. For his, for his like little screen time. Yeah. Or eight figures. I think I read somewhere too. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, what were we talking about before that? I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So we'll end it on this. Let's ramblers comment below <laughs> or tell us your thoughts. I like asking people this question just cause I think it's interesting. If you were to 
I want to ask you this question. <laughs> Sorry. Please. What's the youngest person that you would have a serious relationship with? And how many, how many years is that different than you? So like for me, we're talking serious relationships. So I'm 32. So I would As have, am I. so I would have a serious relationship. Like if I met, if I met like a 25 or 26 year old and they were actually like mature and had their shit, you know, like I felt like we were mentally on the same level. I would enter a serious relationship with someone seven years younger than me. And then the other question is not serious relationship just for, you know, super happy, sexy, fun time. What's getting your jimmies, what is it? getting, your, getting your rocks off, rocks off, getting your yayas and fucking sowing those wild oats. What's the youngest you would go for just one night of fun? We need two answers from you. Or maybe it's the same answer. Sure. I mean, it's funny because, you know, using celebrities as a gauge is kind of like not a reliable thing. But for, for the sexy times, I'm like, how old is Harry Styles? I don't know. <laughs> or 10 like, years younger than us? Um, what's another good ex- I don't even know. Like, maybe he's our age. Maybe I'm just like being dumb. I think maybe he's like at least five years younger than us. Styles. She's asking Siri, but we're 32. I think he's approaching 30. Approaching. Um, just I'm just thinking of when One Direction was big, in like 2009 or 10. He's 26. Well, okay. That's, that's kind of what I thought. I thought 28 or higher. Yeah. So, but Harry Styles is a... Is a he's a deep wise soul even i knew that i thought he was closer to 30 based on like his music his like uh uh, um you know who else is just like so hot and doesn't get enough credit okay what who dev patel from uh lion oh yeah he's fucking hot he Uh, slumdog millionaire maybe for you dev patel is like you know that red emoji like like sweating like that's Dev okay. Patel for me um he's 30 born in 1990 I'm older than Dev Patel oh my god not by much but yeah uh he, he was really great and hot in Lion because I'm like is it called Lion because of that mane he has excellent hair oh s-tier god tier hair wow when it's grown out watch really cool. <laughs> no I'm trying to that's a very emotional not movie. Not trying to cry. No. I'm you know, try- Richie is an emotional guy. He is. He's a sensitive person and an emotional guy. And that's why I love him. Because, Richie, you are in touch with your feminine side. And you should own it and be proud. Thanks. In general, though, Richie doesn't really cry, like, in movies and stuff. It takes a lot. Um, he doesn't really cry in movies. Um, he will feel things deeply, and he'll get a little misty. But he hardly ever cries. I cry it dog food commercials i cry at everything <laughs> i lay in bed and watching like people rescuing a rat from a sewer drain on tiktok and i start weeping that hits me too or um i was telling richie i was watching this preschool teacher today on tiktok he's like a preschool teacher and he talks to his kids on zoom and he's talking about like i you know i will you are all so important to me and whether you get ones or fours you are equally as important to me and i love seeing your faces and he's just like building them up and saying all these kind things to them and it made me cry and i was like i don't know what's wrong with me because i watched this teacher like hype up these five-year-olds on tiktok and i started crying and i don't even like kids so (laughs) (laughs) that's bad for me to say 
It's not that I don't like kids. I like kids. Kids are cool. It's just that, you know, I, I don't could, want one. I, I don't want one. And I could never be a preschool teacher. That's a job for heroes, living and breathing angel heroes. Um, <laughs> Richie, what's the youngest? What's the youngest girl you'd have a nice time with? Wait, this is for question two? Like the yeah, youngest? sexy time. No, I couldn't. I don't know. 21? I can't. I don't know. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> Um, Aww. come on no like I, I mean if i had like i, I can't i don't okay, know what's the oldest that's the other side of the question what's the oldest person you'd have sex with for a fun time and that my gauge was always john stamos how old is john stamos that's my cap because i would have sex with john stamos. i don't know probably somewhere around there too like john you, stamos is like creeping up on 60 which is so crazy because that's it know. depends like it's a case-by-case basis like what if, hot, if you're hot, you're hot. But what, like, yeah, uh, what's that? What Diane Lane? You like Diane Lane? Yeah, I think um, she's around the same age. But like, I don't know. It really is a case by case basis. Like, um, it, <laughs> I can't answer for young though. It feels a little different. Like, I, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to go. Yeah, much. you don't want to be a creeper. It's a little bit different if you're a guy. Yeah, the older I get, the more that window shrinks. Like, I don't want to be with. So Diane Lane is hot as hell, confirmed, <laughs> and she's fifty five. I'm fifty. Um, yeah. Okay. Answer the question for your oldest relationship, serious relationship. For me, it's different than other women because since I don't want to have kids, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be in a serious relationship with a fit with like a 45 year old. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. Probably same here. 50 or maybe even 55. Like I don't know. But uh, she'll die. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's probably the weirdest, hardest part to think of if you're trying to be serious and yeah. that's something like you really should consider, like not just for, not because of the. Like, what am I trying to say? Like, on a surfacey level, like how you look together or how it's perceived, but like you will lose that person. Yeah, but know. anyone can die at any time. It's true. I mean, and I'm, with that, that's thanks kind of for a listening. Cop out. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's all case by case, but I think the the important part for me is like I don't want to go much younger than like twenty five. Yeah. I don't want to go. Even that sounds like it's. Well, it's funny because when I think about how I was at 25, I was so much dumber. Me too. That's why I'm like, I, that window is shrinking. Like, I, I kind of want to go 30 or up, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was an idiot up until, like, I still am, but, like, You're I think, idiot. like, I was. It, Stop it. I think. Remember what we talked about? No. Don't say anything about yourself that you wouldn't say about your best friend. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm not an idiot, but I, <laughs> I feel like. I did a lot of growing up in the last few years, 10, even five years. And like to go backwards sounds just like I'm not doing myself any favors. The benefit of being interested in women, though, is mm, you really wouldn't if you dated a 25 year old woman. You'd probably be still like you wouldn't be so evenly matched, but you wouldn't it wouldn't be that big of a disparaging. Day. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, well, hopefully, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't think about this. stuff. Me neither. But it's still a fun thing to um, play around with in terms of. For me, the age cap is kind of funnier because the older I get, too, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I'm trying to think of an example of a sexy actor when they're like, oh, my God, they're like as old as my dad. And I think they're hot. Like, yikes. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, well, it's been an hour and three minutes. We're like, let's just do a quick 30-minute one. A little bang, bang. But um, should we split this up into two? I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll check on the editing block. Um, I think booze and help that was fun kind of got um i had a drink here and it 
I didn't even realize we got to an hour. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> I'm about to order a pizza. Cool. Yeah, all this pizza talk's got me wanting pizza. Well, yeah, answer us if you've, if you've got strong thoughts on your age gap, lower or higher. Let yeah, us know. Yeah, what's the oldest guy or girl or non-binary friend you'd be with? What's the youngest? Yep, comment in the Instagram post or if you're watching on YouTube. Also comment if you could write a musical and like, you know, know. What are you an expert in? What would you want to write it about? Yeah. Let us know in the comments below. And will you help me write my Ina Garden musical? Thank I know that would hit, so like I'm not discouraging that. Idea. It's called "How Cheery Is That," or "How No How Catchy Is That," and I was thinking of Cheery because of anyway, an Ina Garden <laughs> musical. Wow. Yeah. While she's still with us, we should get this done. We can just have a song. How dare you? She's gonna live forever. <laughs> we could just have a song called "Good Vanilla." That's a song, yep. right there. Good Vanilla. There could be a sex scene involving good olive oil. And then, like, one of the songs is store-bought. It's just fine. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, See? not. It's, like, red. It's, like, dun, 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 dun. It's like this. You know. But store-bought is just fine. Please put a watermark date on this because if anyone steals my idea, I'm coming for you. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I use Grey Goose, but, you know, Kirkland is fine. I watched- it's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> she used two bottles of Grey Goose to make her own vanilla extract. If that's not queen shit. Yeah. She's just G. Like, whatever. Get on her financial level. Like, you oh, wait, use I Smirnoff can't. to make your own vanilla extract. You don't use Grey Goose and Madagascar vanilla pods that you buy in 25 dehydrated packs straight from Madagascar. Like, holy fucking shit. Queen shit. Queen shit. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Comment all your stuff. Or not. It's cool. Fine. Yeah. Either way, we'll see you next week. Yay. Yay. Democrat won the election. Yay. Thanks for voting Trump. Yay. Yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. I like white people, but I don't like him. Fuck Donald (laughs) Trump. Fuck Donald Trump.